An Instagram post gets an unexpected boost. A TikTok catches in the algorithm. Sometimes that's all it takes to launch someone into internet fame. But then what? This Blew Up is a new podcast documentary that reveals how social media stardom is made. It's a different kind of fame that's not always as glamorous as it looks. From Spotify and the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm Alyssa Bereznak. You can listen to This Blew Up on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. A lot of stories to get minutes. through this week, including a lot of Christmas stories that we will get to at the end. Mm, tis the season. Tis the season. But first, this is really exciting. Hot Pocket. I love Hot Pockets. Do you like the Hot Pockets? Uh, I haven't had a Hot Pocket in 25 years. And I know that you remixed the order of the uh-huh. stories. I did not expect this to be A1. <laughs> so you have to pitch pitch this to me as A1. Hot Pockets are releasing a pair of cargo shorts in conjunction with a brand I had not no. previously oh, heard Oh, yes. Of. That was my favorite part. What the, the Columbus, the, the Institute of Fashion. Columbus yeah. Fashion Alliance. I hadn't yes. heard of it before. CFA. And they are releasing a pair of cargo shorts that has a pocket specifically for keeping your hot pocket warm. Yes. And the the Columbus Fashion Alliance is a group of creatives in the Columbus area with a passion for fashion and hot pockets. So I will say Columbus is like the mecca of like testing out food for the people. Oh, I thought you were going to say fashion. It's like Paris, Paris Fashion Week, Paris, Milan, New York, Columbus. Columbus is like test is like America's testing ground. Like this is oh, this, this is, is real. a known thing. Yes, like all of the if chains. They're like representative of the country type of a thing. Yes, all of the chains like try ah. try out new products there and stuff. So this like Ooh. this like makes sense to me. I've never been to Columbus. I but have for, Uncle Tom. Um, nice. Yeah, Uncle cool. Tom lives in Columbus. Oh, I thought you were gonna say for like a Michigan Ohio State game. Or I something. went to one of those too in Columbus. Yeah, but shout out to Uncle Tom. Shout out to Uncle Tom. So anyway. They're doing this in Columbus. Makes sense. I bet Hot Pocket has an office there. There's a lot of food stuff there. No pun intended. Anyway, have you seen the movie Napoleon Dynamite? Yes, but once. I don't remember anything about it. Well, in Napoleon Dynamite, Napoleon takes um, tater tots from lunch, like from like his the cafeteria, and stuffs them 
in his pocket, mm. in his cargo pant pocket. And mm-hmm. for whatever reason, that has really stuck with me. I mean, it's not for whatever reason. That movie was like a thing for a short time. And that was one of like the funny scenes, whatever, whatever. But the combination of a food I love, Hot Pockets, and a scene from a movie that I love was just so exciting to me. I wanted it's, to hit it first. Well, there's one thing I loved about this is it it captures a a a very um a high caucasity practice, which is shorts in the winter. Mm. Shorts in the winter is a, a very much a, there's a certain like like uh, demographic a, that a, is the yeah, shorts in the winter person, a college kid, a college kid, or like like a a, a thick neck white guy in their late forties or fifties. Okay. That sort of looks like an ex-cop. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that that particular type of white guy loves like a hooded sweatshirt with like a vest and then shorts, high socks, and like some some like uh, steel toe boots. Okay. So I was like high caucasity. So that's so you're saying a white person yes. thing. Yeah. Got it. I thought it was a college kid thing. Columbus, also college town. Yeah, college town. So just made sense to me. Mm. But. I'm just excited about this. It, you know, it made me wonder why do I not eat hot pockets anymore? Well, the article that this is from Food and Wine, the article pointed out something. And they were like, "Yes, calzones, patties, and empanadas already existed." And I was like, "Huh, never thought about it that way." <laughs> yes. They kind of ruined hot pockets for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You know what? That's on me. Shame on me. Yes, I pocket. should have made that connection." And coincidentally, I had an empanada today. Mm. So there you go. What kind? It was like a peanut butter and jelly empanada. What? It was awesome. No. Yeah, it was free. That's why I had it. Okay. It was. I never would have bought it, but I loved it. It was from Sophie's Empanadas. I really do good. like Sophie's Empanadas, but I would never order a peanut I butter and jelly nev- one. But never had it. Before. If it's free, whatever. Yeah. I love free food. As I as I said in a meeting earlier today, I'm highly motivated by free food. I think like 20 percent of your motivation to do this podcast is to get free food. Yeah, that's definitely yeah. part of it. I love okay. <laughs> love free stuff. Great. <laughs> All right, next. This is shocking to me. Trader Joe's is making macarons, not macaroons, macarons, the the oh, French cookie that like macaroons have the coconut. Yeah. Macarons are, are French. Ah, the dip, the multicolored, Macaron. beautiful French cookies that look really nice. Yeah. They are making them with a maximum 2.6% alcohol content. Boozy macarons. Boozy macarons. I don't want boozy food. Like no. That sounds awful. I never looked at alcohol and said, you know what? I wish I could eat this. Me you know too. what I mean? Like, this never happened. I've never been like, what, what if I? What if we could infuse a burger with bourbon? You know what I mean? Like, it just Gross. doesn't do it for me. I've had a, a boozy milkshake before, which was nice, a little decadent. But, like, I don't need a cookie. I don't need an alcoholic cookie. No, me neither. Also, it's rum, French brandy, and Cointreau. I mean, this is just, like, not the flavor palette I'm looking for. This is not the Juliet. No, it is Maybe not. Maybe if yes. it was, like, a pineapple. Pineapple with vodka, a, with vodka a, vibe. Yes. Yeah. But again, vodka. you would probably rather have a Juliet than that. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I did like the tweet, though, and they said, not since Dickens has have three spirits. You know, been so important to the holiday season. I was like, ooh, I like what you did there. I love a good pun joke. That I love a good a, pun joke. That is a good pun. Good job, Trader Joe's. I will say Trader Joe's is just really good at marketing and branding, mm. coming along with something to talk about at right at the like, yep. right time. Yep. Here we are talking the about only, it. And again, just to tie it back into the first A1 story that was so important to you, um, only time I'd eat these. Give them away for free. If, if I'm in Trader Joe's, they've got one there. Like, you want to try a boozy macaron? I'd be like, all right. I also am was today years old when I really truly learned the difference between macarons and macaroons. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's confusing. I, also, I really prefer macarons, but... Um, I prefer macaroons. You do? Yeah. I don't like a coconut dessert. I do like a coconut dessert. Most people do. It's it's an oddity. I know. It's one, one of the many things that makes me strange. 
a mound, an almond joy? Absolutely not. Delicious. Never. No Delicious. thanks. No, th- no, 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 no. I, ugh. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Um, We've discussed this man before. The liver king. <laughs> the liver king. The guy who only eats raw meat, yes, allegedly. we are very familiar with the liver king's work. His name. You'll never believe this. His name is Brian Johnson. Which is so weird. What, his name is Brian Johnson? Yeah, I just found it weird. It's just like a normal name for the liver king. It seems like a made-up name. Like, yes. a, maybe yeah, not his yeah, real name. Yeah, yeah. Like, he changed it. We were his real sure. name is like Sven. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Anyway, guess what, Jacoby? It turns out he is not on an all-natural raw meat diet. Can you believe it? That was the second, like, that was, uh, obviously, we all knew that he wasn't on an all-natural, just organ-only diet. And he was, uh, he's super jacked if you've never seen The Liver King. The most surprising thing about this story was a $100 million annual empire of fucking what? Well, how is The Liver King making a hundred? Dude, how, just, if you just took a pen and pencil and write down a hundred, it's like, that's a lot of money. A year? And it's like selling supplements? What? How is he making $100 million a year? How? Well, it's like Athletic Greens is like a huge business. People just like that, like, fake protein shit. Maybe that one's real. I don't $100 know. million, dollars, I Juliet. Just, I feel bad that I sailed Athletic Greens. I think that's legit. But anyway. <laughs> okay. Please don't sue us. I take, no, I take please, it back. Please friend, send, send us some free shit for the I next day. I take it back. Well, what I do want to mention, though, is that this just kind of reminds $100 me million of, like, a baseball player who also makes like $100 million and at some point has to say, to quote Brian Johnson, I lied and I misled a lot of people. Yes, I've done steroids and yes, I am on steroids. Yes, Brian Johnson to, to, or your favorite baseball player. Yes, Liver King or Hall of Fame baseball player. The intersection of those circles. I lied to a lot of people and I misled a lot of people. And I yes, I've done steroids. steroids. Yes. <laughs> So, so I just want to see. He picked the I wrong just, profession as well. I picked the wrong profession. This guy's making a hundred million. I'll eat liver for breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I can get a hundred million dollars a year. Would you go on an organ only, a raw organ only diet if you knew it was healthy no. for a hundred million dollars in a year? Oh, I would do that happily. That's a hundred million dollars is generational wealth. Why haven't you gone on the challenge yet if you're willing to do all this stuff? Because yeah, the prize you chop up for like 250000 and Johnny Banana ends up stealing it from you at the end. No way. <laughs> this is We're talking $100 million. A million dollars is a thousand thousands. This is a hundred of those. Here's what he said he was having. Raw liver, bone marrow, and bull testicles. You had me until bull testicles. <laughs> I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bone marrow is actually really good. <laughs> Just do steroids and get really good at hitting yes. home runs. Yes, and then you don't yes. have to eat this. Yeah, Aaron Judge. still have to keep the money, I think. <laughs> yeah. Did Barry Bonds give back any money? I don't no, think so. No, Yeah, so what's, what's the difference? Uh, are you suggesting that Barry Bonds took performance-enhancing drugs? Is that still, like, up for debate? I don't think he's ever, like, truly tested positive. Oh. Bobby's a baseball fan. Or Bobby's uh, subbing in for He's, he's also today. in charge. He's and the he, guy who's going to, we could get sued. This slander. Are we slandering Barry Bonds right now? No, I think it's widely accepted. Okay. But he never, he, he never, never tested, tested positive. positive. I, I also think. think it was widely accepted that Liver King do steroid too. <laughs> so once again, yes. he's just like a baseball player. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next one. This is from listener Nora. Nora, thank you so much for following up. Is this Nora Efron, you think? She's dead. Why'd you have to bring her Oh, up? wow. I'm so sorry, Juliet. <laughs> I apologize to the Efron family and to you personally, Juliet. Um, I didn't know that there was Arizona hard iced tea. I didn't either. I would like to try that. Anyway, she sent us a tweet. And so uh, Arizona hard iced tea is not 99 cents. It costs more. I'm okay with it. Yeah. 
They didn't say Arizona hard iced tea is going to be 99 cents forever. They said Arizona iced tea is. Yes. And also, like, if you add alcohol to something, it's going to be more expensive. Yeah. It's also, like, just like 20 more minutes. materials. So I bet the macarons are more expensive than regular macarons. Yeah. I think that's probably right. All right. Next, a story from TikTok to leverage your expertise as a father, Jacoby. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a mom and she has a young child. This woman is named Raquel Tolman. And to feed her child, she, like, throws food on the ground and then has the baby, like, crawl to get it, basically. Yes. And people have... Lost have, their fucking minds over this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have some thoughts. Okay. Here's one thing that I've learned as a parent. I don't judge how other parents get through the day. Whatever you do in your own home, if it works for you, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, whatever works for you is fine. Would I just, like, drizzle... Cheerios on the on the floor so my baby can roll around and and grab them then eat them. That's not my parenting style. What if your floor is really clean? What that, if, well, I was also just, it's a carpeted floor. It's a carpeted floor too, which I think is just disgusting outright. Regardless if there's a baby yeah. there or not. Yeah, like every time I was looking at apartments, if I see a carpet, I'm just like, I'm out of here. I don't I even care. I don't even care if you can rip it up. I'm just out of here. It's a no. However, counterpoint, it is good for the motor skills. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so, so it's it, good for the motor skills. Seems like an activity. It's, yeah, kill, time killer, which yeah. is basically parenting in a nutshell. Just killing time. <laughs> just waiting until they fall asleep again. And so I wasn't as appalled about this. I don't really judge how other people get through the day. If the baby's healthy and fed, and it's, I think she has another kid, so she's kind of like killing yeah. time while she spends time with that kid. I really don't care what you do in the, in the, in the comfort of your own home. If you don't harm the baby, I don't think the baby's going to die from getting a little like, you know, dirt crust on its Cheerios. Main takeaway, this baby's so cute. Cute baby. So, so and cute. And little. It's a little baby, so it's like it's learning how to like yeah. use its little fingers and stuff. Yeah, I think whatever. Um, this woman lives in Utah. There's so many viral videos come out of Utah. Of Utah. Like just very fertile, so very fertile for, for viral videos. And for fertile children, land. Maybe. Who, yes, knows? Yes. Who knows? I very mean, fertile. <laughs> I just, it's kind of disproportionate to the population. Like we've had to cover so many trends. Yes, there's Florida man and there's Utah video. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what we're learning. Yeah, basically. So we're learning a lot here at Food News. Florida man, Utah video, Columbus food. Next. A woman, I think we may have discussed this previously, or someone else did this. But anyway, a woman named Caroline Dudridge, I believe she's in the United Kingdom, if I recall correctly. The last name does indicate that. But I, but none of the, the words used in there indicated that. Because there's well, dollar signs on everything. You're right. Yeah. I think <laughs> she's, she's stateside. She's charging her family for... Uh, Most likely UK heritage, so Dudridge. Um, no, she, this is a UK story. Oh, okay. Uh, back I, on me. Yeah, back on back on you. Um, she is charging her family for a Christmas dinner. Did we talk about this last year for a Thanksgiving meal, perhaps? Well, I support it, honestly. I do, too. And it, 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 it's one of those headlines. It's, like, funny. You're like, oh, God, I can't wait to roast this woman. And then you're like, oh, like, her husband died, and she's on, like, pension for, like, $1,500 a month, and she's trying to make ends meet, and she doesn't think it's fair and everyone should chip in. And she talks about like, the electricity. I'm just like, okay, now I feel bad. Now I want to like Venmo her. You need to come over. Yes. I, I will say, if your family's fine with it, that's great. I will say she is very strict. Yes. She does not allow late payments. No, December 1st. She checks at the end of November to see who has paid yes. and who has and not. And she follows up with phone calls. <laughs> She's not playing around. And she starts, She starts. this is the part that I'm a little concerned about. She starts shopping for discounted foods in early December. 
Well, a little concerned about that. I think it depends. If it's like something that's like a pantry item, I'm I'm okay with it. Sure. Yeah. Do I want her to be buying yeah, like, like the ham? The ham? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, I do not. Like, that's I agree. A little concerned about this. I agree with that. And I here's the thing is one of the reasons I don't mind having so many kids because at least like one of them will be wealthy. You know what I mean? Hopefully. She's got five kids. Not one of them has enough to just be like, you know what, mom? Guess what? I'll pay for Christmas dinner this year. Not one of them? All of them. Uh, not all of them are paying the same amount. The, her sons oh, yeah. are paying 15 pounds and her daughters are paying 10 pounds. Because they don't work as much. Yeah. This, apparently it's like 1975 wherever she is. She's put a lot And the grandkids are $3 a, a plate. The Yes, five pounds and if they're under five, two fifty. Did you notice the one picture of the table setting? When they're at the table, it looks very normal like Rockwell vibes mm -hmm. and then there's this one picture that they post like snuck in there it's like a wedding table setting and I'm like did she, wait a second did she do that it's like the cover and the bow on like the rented I don't that can't be her setting right well is it one of the um is it one of those like Christmas thingies where like then you put the crown on those popper things all of those nouns made no sense to me in the same sentence poppers yeah, are not what we discuss on food news popper it's like it's this, it, this is a Christmas thing. I just saw, thing. like, the NDA came out. I was like, don't do poppers. I'm like, it, what, what took you this long to say that? It's like one of these things that are like, you, you pull it apart, and then there's like a crown inside of it. It's a Christmas popper. Do you celebrate Christmas? Yes. I've only done it one time. <laughs> I've never had, like, a confetti explosion crown? It's like a piece of paper. And you pull it. It's like it's like. Oh, I've seen something like up. that. It's it's kind of like a confetti explosion kind thing. Of. I've seen those like once in That's my life. That's what this is on the plate. And then it's there's a crown inside, and they all wear them at dinner. I think I've also like seen this in, in like Notting Hill or like yeah. This British seems very movies. British, not it is. American. It is. Yeah, we don't I, wear crowns at the table during Christmas. Some <laughs> people do. I just. I'm just, you, your Christmas traditions are are different than mine and that I don't have any. I was about and to neither say, do you, yeah, apparently. Yes, my, my Hanukkah <laughs> traditions are also different than yours. Hanukkah is not a religiously significant holiday. So Whoa! I appreciate you mentioning it, but oh. like it's, it's all marketing. Like huh. I just don't, I feel it's like important wow. to mention that. So it's like the Valentine's Day of Jewish holidays? It is timed around the same time. So it, it's, it is the miracle it's like of lights. Some, but the it, miracle of lights? Yeah. Okay. It's with the oil lasted, whatever. Okay, yeah, I've it, heard the story. But it just doesn't really matter. It just like it's not that important to to Judaism. It's not like one of the foundational holidays or events. It just happens to be at Christmas, so it's turned into a marketing event. Oh, you've invited me over to Rosh Hashanah, Passover. Shit, <laughs> it's okay. Good. Yeah, it's a great time. Great Good. time. A lot of Good reading. Try. A lot of wine. <laughs> Next, this is from Shopa. Thanks so much, Shopa. We love it when people write in. This is another cheese lawsuit. Our yes. Our second one litigation. in recent weeks. We have a lot of litigation here on Food News recently. Uh, a woman, this one more legit than last week's. This woman named Amy from Illinois is suing TGI Fridays because the mozzarella sticks that they sell do not actually have mozzarella. So these aren't mozzarella sticks from the restaurant, which is what okay. I thought they were. They're packaged frozen. mozzarella sticks that you buy from Amazon and they come frozen and you heat them up. And it is not mozzarella cheese. It is cheddar cheese. Yeah, they should call it what it is. Huh. Cheese sticks. I will say also like cheddar cheese. Like I love a great cheddar cheese from Vermont sure. or There's whatever. There's a, a wide spectrum of cheddar cheese. Such a wide spectrum. So like is cheddar cheese to some just like filler it's just like yes there's a there's you can get cheddar cheese that is very close to mozzarella at the pizza place i worked at we might have employed that oh interesting did yeah. you tell people no what did you do about the color though was it like a white, white? yeah like so it was like a fake it was a white cheddar yeah. 
But like, is it actually cheddar or is it just like something that it's they just like call cheese. cheddar? Yeah. Like the way you call something that tastes like, like a grape flavor grape, but it's just Yeah, it's just cheese. It's just like fruity flavor. Yes. For your medicine. Anyway, I don't know who, I don't, again, like this type of thing, what's the finance behind it? Because like, is she really going to get a lot of money? Is it really with the Well, the judge dismissed TJF Fridays because they're basically just lending their logo to this other corporation. So the the TJF Fridays lawyers, they're like, all right, we're out of this. Yeah. But there is, I think she is going to be awarded money. But it's also one of those things where like, is it one of those where like if you've ever bought these before in your life, you get a piece of the settlement. You know those ones? Yeah, like last week. Yeah. With the just like, so yeah, so like this woman's probably spending time and money on this and she's going to end up with like 45 cents because and everyone else jumped on. What about the lawyer who's taking this on? It's just like... Pro bono for sure. I, well, a lot of the time with these kinds of cases, you only get the money if you win. So I guess they like, oh, they're gonna win feel now. they could win, but still. You can't put mozzarella sticks on the front of the packaging and then cheddar in the, in the ingredients. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised it took people this long to figure it out. <laughs> Such a shock. All right. Moving this, on. This we have to discuss. Christmas? No. Franzia? No. Hellman's making yes. mayo nog? Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's Christmas time. Let's talk about some Christmas products, people. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mayo nog. Helen, Hellman's is making eggnog mayonnaise. And man, that sounds fucking gross. Disgusting. So gross. Disgusting. And I'm a mayo person. So like there's, there are people who are just like mayo that's a hard pass. Sean no. Fantasy is like has a firm no yes. white condiments rule. Yes. So if you look at like the flow chart, like do you like mayo? Like mm-hmm. I'm on the yes side of that. There's a no side of that which is like let's just not even discuss this any further. It's like do you also like eggnog? Yes. Do you want mayo eggnog? That's when I go to the no side. No thank you. No. <laughs> Agreed. Um, it's a frozen beverage basically. Read the ingredients. I found it pretty interesting. <laughs> As the name implies... Frozen mayo nog completely swaps out the egg for mayo, mixing dark rum, apple brandy, whole milk, heavy cream, simple syrup, vanilla, nutmeg, and cinnamon with a quarter of Hellman's mayonnaise per three-serving batch. So that's milk, heavy cream, and mayonnaise in the same batch. Ten Mayonnaise is eggs and oils, just whipped up. eggs and water and oil, yeah. Yeah. Eggs are the third ingredient, according to this article. Yeah, so, you know, I guess that's why. It's like just kind of cutting out some of the work. I don't know. It's gross. I'll do I'll do like an egg white in a fancy cocktail. You know those? Like a fizz <laughs> sure, or whatever. Like yeah. that tastes pretty good to me, but mayonnaise in a cocktail just no. Just no. I think I would be okay with eating it. I just don't really want to know. Like, what about mayo you, and coffee? People did you do that. Tell me? Would you ever do that? Mayo and coffee? I'd Remember the Lakers were doing that? Didn't they win the bubble it. championship because they were drinking that stuff or something? Uh, maybe. Yeah, was, there that is was a, a different time. Yes. Um I would be willing to try this. I just don't want to know about it. So like, oh, I, I like that. I like, like that. Just make it. Make I'll try it. it and just be like, oh, it's, it's, it's going to be good. It's, it's going to be good. I just tried eggnog for the first time in like a really long time. Oh, we could my, do some My mom buys eggnog like without the alcohol and then adds it herself. And I had like just eggnog, no alcohol. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's thick. Yeah. We, one Christmas Eve, um, my sister-in-law, Judith, came over to my home in Los Angeles. Kevin Wilds, a food news listener, was also there. And we went hard on the bourbon eggnog mm. cocktails, like a little too hard. Not, it's a great drink, but like five of them is a bad idea. <laughs> a really bad idea. I, I understand. Christmas morning wasn't great. And also it's so much sugar. What, oh, it wasn't great. Christmas bad. morning was not great. Bad. All right, next. If you want to show your Christmas cheer, here's a new way to do it. Outside of your house, you could get a giant boxed wine, like lawn ornament thing from Franzia, mm. the, 
the wine of everyone's freshman year of college. Yes. So I like it. That'd be funny for like a. It's kind of funny if you're driving down the street yeah. and you were like saw and you're in one of those neighborhoods where everyone has like the the huge display. Yeah. And someone had a, a box That'd wine really funny. with a Santa hat on there. I'm in. It's only like fifty bucks. Especially if it was like a really fancy house and you're like. Yeah. Cool. It's five feet tall, Franzia three jokes. feet wide. Yeah. I'm in. I like this. That sounds great. And apparently, I read the article. Apparently, like Franzi is like into this kind of stuff. They have all <laughs> kinds of like merch. They're like a podcast. They're trying to make money off merch. Smart. Yeah, I support. <laughs> we that. should get some food news hoodies. I love merch. So listen, so do I. You love things you love. Relationships. Friendship. Friendship. Friendship specifically. Coffee. Merch. Merch, Merch. Backstreet Boys, and the musical Hamilton. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Great musical. And bagels. Just saw it. It's great. (laughs) Um, Every state has a different most popular candy. This is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. Like, when I was just going through this, Connecticut having Starburst as number one. There's a lot of them that have Starburst. Starburst is trash. Starburst is fine, but it's not a holiday candy. No no chocolate, no interest. That's what I say. So, so that's you, right? But if you try to objectively look at this list, it's insane. It multiple insane. states have Starburst as their number one holiday candy. That makes no fucking sense. It must have been multiple choice. That's my only explanation. None of it makes sense. No, they actually say that, like, we talked to distributors. This is based on our sales. 15,000 people were, like, surveyed. This is bullshit because Snickers is the number one holiday candy in New York. What? Can I tell you where I never will go? Okay, hold on. It's a state. Yeah, based on this. Okay. Um, South Dakota. New Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, that's lovely. Pez New Mexico. at number two. Pez. Oh, that, that see, this is fake. This is fake. See, but the second I saw this story and I started going through it, I was like, who published this? We need to do a journalistic investigation to the results of this survey. Because Pez, no one eats Pez. My kids don't even know what to do with Pez. I got a Pez dispenser. Like, what is this? My friend Rachel has two sons, and one of them was like negotiating for dessert, and part of his negotiation was Pez. And I was like, listen, Eli, there's no point in Pez. Pick something better. Just ask for more for yourself. Did you have dessert when you were a kid? I don't think so. Yeah, see, we did. So, like, I have dessert. I get my kids dessert, and like, my in laws judge me oh. heavily. Mm. They're like, dessert, huh? That's a thing? You do that? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I think kids do that these days. Yeah. I don't know. But Pez, absolutely Pez, not. No. It, 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 this is all lies. This, I, You know what? I'm calling bullshit on this entire, entire practice. I think it was multiple choice because it's inexplicable. It is bullshit. Starburst holiday candies. Do they even make like green and red Starburst? I don't know. I don't like Starburst. No chocolate, no interest. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, 
File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. On the topic of Christmas, let's get to our taste test. Today's taste test. Controversial. Panettone. You texted me, said, I would like to try panettone. And I was like, I, the first thing I thought of was the different colors. Pantone, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I've never heard of this before in my life. I can't believe you've never heard of it. Never so, heard of it. it. To me, it's just like a Christmas bread. I don't really know the, like, the point of it. I think you're the Christmas expert for learning. I think so. Maybe podcast. my outsider's yes. view, yeah, yeah, I've yes. really been taking yeah, it you in. You really have, yeah. <laughs> so I always see panettone, as producer Bobby told me how to pronounce it properly. And I've never tried it, so I went to Whole Foods and I got three kinds to try. So... We're trying a traditional, a limoncello, and a double chocolate. I'm obviously, okay. I'm most excited by the lemon. I, what? I, I know. I thought you thought I was going to say chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going for lemon first. I'm opening it up. We've okay. got three little ones you here. You start here. I'll fill a little bit. Ingredients are too large. Oh, that's how you make panettone French toast. Well, it oh. smells like alcohol. Is it supposed to smell like alcohol? Wow. Um, I've heard that it's actually better if you have it with like, coffee or toasted with butter. And by, I heard, like, because Bobby just said that 30 seconds and ago. And my two other oh, okay. food correspondents. Oh, okay, good, 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 Many good, other good. people. All right, we'll it start with It smells funky. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is a muffin. I like it. It's a brioche muffin. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. That, no, no. Too lemony. Whoa. No, no, no. I've got like big, a lemon chunk. No, no. Like, it's, like, it's like a lemon drop. No, candy. thank you. That's easily, no. Let's go traditional now. I like it. Okay. I do not like that. Traditional no. has fruit and nuts in it, I think. Made with European butter and cage-free eggs. Okay. I like it's a, it's originally from Milan in Italy. I like how hard they're going in, on uh, European roots. Yeah. Whole, this is from Whole Foods, obviously. My go-to. Originally from Milan. I don't like nuts in my in my sweets, in my baked goods. But I like raisins. Oh, so this is traditional involves raisins. Oh, okay. This is good. I mean, I like it. It's bread with, with it's stuff brioche. In it. It's a brioche. Muffin. Yeah, it's good. All right, let's go to the good one. Why are people not into this stuff? It's, it's not like, that good. I feel like some people hate it. I don't know. I, I would wouldn't want to eat a whole one of these. I would. With y- jelly or toast no. with butter? No, thank you. I'm in. All right. And this, this is, is right a up my alley. Christmas thing, you're saying? What? This is a Christmas thing? Yeah, it's Christmas. Ooh, double chocolate. It's got a whole different Ooh, it's like texture a chocolate and bread. look. Yeah. Huh. This one looks worse to me. Not- nope. 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 Not working. This is like a very old no. baked good that's been sitting on the shelf for like two weeks. You know what? I wish I never had panettone. Wow. Don't like it. Do you hate Christmas? I, I love Christmas. You don't but even I don't celebrate need it. Italian you don't Christmas about it. brioche muffins. Not that good. <laughs> I liked it. Would eat. Would eat again. It would, would be really good toasted. Didn't work for me. With some butter. Did mm. not work for me. You also don't like brioche, as we discovered recently. Yes. So that's on you. That's a really weird opinion. Okay, it's not that good. All right, let's move on. Personal food news. I went to a holiday party last night at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's the 7th. It was awesome. It's only really like 10 more days until things people start going their own way. They had a lot of different food stations. One of them was the mashed potato teeny. I was there with my friend Ashley. Mashed potato teeny. It was a martini glass. With a large helping of Two mashed potatoes minutes. and then a topping bar. And you just make, uh, I love do it. your own. I love it. Absolutely hey, love it. Here's the thing. 
It was a really fun idea. I didn't have any because the, the holding of a martini glass, a beverage glass, and like and a, utensil a utensil was too much. Yeah. So I didn't have any. Prioritizing booze. I like it. It was a fun, thank you. It was a fun idea and like a funny thing to tell you about. And while the lights were off, like while the party was happening and it was like cool mood lighting, yeah, yeah. I was like, fun, fun, fun. Then the lights came up at the very end. I was like, there's just way too much mashed potatoes sitting around here. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I like that you stayed at the holiday party at the Met until the lights came on. Shout to you. Yeah. It was not that late. It was like nine. Okay. And also just like large quantities of mashed potatoes are kind of disgusting. Yeah. The, the best thing I can possibly think to do is go to the Metropolitan Museum of Art when it's like closed to the general public and it's like just fewer people. It was awesome experience minus the vast quantities of mashed, of mashed potatoes. potatoes. I do like the, the pick your own topping bar though. That's nice. Yeah, sure. It's kind of like a, like a, a 16 handles or a tasty delight yeah. of, of yeah, mashed potatoes. With like, yeah, with bacon bits and Yeah, instead cheese. of frozen yogurt, it's just make your own mashed potato dish. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, mine is going to be brief because we're running out of time and I want to get to the listener food news. Um, I'm about 20 years late on this, maybe 15. I was going to say 20 years old. I was like, you are? No, I'm not. I was <laughs> over 20 years ago. But I'm reading Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. Oh, it's a really good. Yeah. You know where it takes place. New York City, West Village. And then he goes to Cape Cod. Oh, 30 oh yeah. seconds. It starts in Cape Cod. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm reading that. A lot of food news in there. And I suggest it to other people. Guess what? Great writer, great personality. Who knew? It is a great book. I yeah. love reading. R.I.P. him and Noah Ephraim. Let's... <laughs> That's the patron saints of this podcast. Yes. Let's get to our listener food news from Duffy. Hit Duffy, it. great name. Hi, Juliet and Jacoby. Hi. Um, this is Duffy from Los Angeles. Like Jacoby, I do go by my last name. Um, anyway, I'm a big name. fan from way back, and I was so excited when you guys brought the podcast back in this iteration. Um, it's also nice that you guys keep it to a tight 30 because it's the perfect podcast for a run. Like when you're signing off, really I know it's about time to start walking. Um, but my question is, uh, it's regarding your thoughts on cheersing food items. Mm-hmm. You guys kind of touched on it uh, in the sushi episode, uh, and it's been an annoyance for me for a long time. There's all these travel shows or food documentaries, and the host like awkwardly cheerses a cheesesteak or a chicken wing or an oyster before taking a bite with whoever's across the table from them, and it just it always makes me laugh, but also makes me absolutely cringe. Uh, I just hate when Someone holds up a chicken wing and is like, cheers. Um, I mean, from a health standpoint, of course, horrifying. But from a personal interaction standpoint, it's a lot of thoughts. Like, why? Um, all this is to say that I'm 100% anti-cheersing and anything that is not a drink. Uh, your opinions are appreciated and love you guys. Thank you. Okay. So Duffy presents a habit. His opinion not does not like it. However, I feel like it's on us to solve this problem. Well, you don't like it either because I tried to do it and you were like, what are you doing? No, you said, I wish there was something like cheers for food. And I was like, there is bon appetit. That's not cheers for food. That is cheers for food. No, it's not. It's cheers for food. We're about to eat. You say bon appetit. I say bon appetit. We eat. I think bon appetit is more of a command and less of like a toast. What? Like someone tells you, like the chef says bon appetit or like your server says bon appetit. You don't necessarily say- a command. Well, it's more of like a directive. It's more, it's like wishing you like a salutation. It's not something you do together. Yeah, it is. Okay, I've never done that. So I cheers food with my kids, but they're kids. So how do, what do we do here? I'm with Duffy. I don't think we should be touching food and saying cheers. Yeah, that's gross. Touching food doesn't make sense. I think like before we eat a little acknowledgement, like a little raise of the glass, but food? Oh, like the fork? Yeah, just kind of a little raise. Like clinking forks. Hmm. 
I don't know. We just need another. We just need another we need custom. A, a, yeah. We'll think about it. Do Duffy. you know one thing I do like though? I have a couple friends that like pray before they eat. That's it. I mean, I'm not suggesting other people do this. This is a weirdly religious episode Saint, of food Saint news. Saying grace is what you're looking no, for. No, no, like it's more like a quiet, like head down, like thing. Like, okay, now I can eat. That was always nice, but I don't think that's going to solve our problem for Duffy. I think that's also kind of either personal or religious. Yes, and it's not like a. It's not. It's not group. Yeah, it's vibes. not like a. So what do we do? How do we solve this for Duffy? I don't know either. Well, think about it, Duffy. You know what? You should probably think about it too at home and call us at 646 Stew. That's S T E W 138. 646 Stew 138. How do we solve this problem? Let us know. Thank you to our producers, Bobby Wagner and Ronick Nair. We'll be back next week. <laughs> 